Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Cody. Just want to give y'all a quick introduction into what y'all are about to listen to. This is going to be an interview with Jesse Upchurch. Jesse is a friend, a co-worker, and a lifting partner of mine. Uh, Jesse's shown a huge uh, growth in powerlifting over the last few months, and he's well on his way to earning himself a spot at USA Powerlifting Nationals, which is going to be in Memphis this coming September. Uh, Jesse's got a, a good out, uh, outlook on some point of views on uh, gym life, powerlifting, uh, family, friendship, things like that. Uh, you're going to find that we all uh, had a good time. You know, it's pretty evident how much we laughed and kicked back and just, uh, you know, basically just had a shot the shit with each other throughout the whole episode. Y'all enjoy. Just having conversations. Just having a little conversation station, you know what I mean? Alright, uh, we're what's going on, y'all? We're back here with uh, another episode of Iron Form. Uh, it's your co-host, Cody. Hey, guys. The one that sounds unimpressed is JP, my co-host. Oh, my bad. I, oh, we're recording, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just talking. I was like, hey. Jesus. I'm playing Brick Buster. It's, I mean, it's an intense game right now. Man, you can tell how important that this interview is. It well, is. I'm playing Brick Buster. It right is. Now. And then we got uh, Jesse Upchurch here. What's up, y'all? So uh, we wanted to bring Jesse on and get to talk to him. Uh, he's an up-and-coming lifter. Just got out of – were you about to be out of the junior or are you already out of the juniors? February, I've turned 24, and it kicks me okay. out. So, he's still a junior right now. So, it's not that you want to leave the juniors. <laughs> They're forcing you out. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's still technically a junior right now, but about to be moving on to the Open with the rest of the big boys. Uh, you know, you're a, what, 120? 125? Yeah, 125. 125 kg lifter. What was your last uh, meet total? Uh, 1609. 1609. So we're like, Jesse's like right on the cusp of hitting a number and a total where he'd be able to qualify for uh, Raw Nats and feel like that's going to be happening very soon. Uh, honestly, if he wanted to hit a meet before regionals in July, he could probably hit that Raw, uh, that qualifying total already. Um, but we want to bring him on here and just talk to him a bit and be able to get uh, some insight into him, uh, his background, some of his training, some of his likes, dislikes, thoughts on different things. All right. So, uh, Jesse, you want to go ahead and just give me kind of like a little bit of your background, like uh, could be, you know, talking about how you grew up, where you grew up at, sports involvement, when you started powerlifting. Things like that. Uh, well, sport involvement started back in middle school. Not gonna lie, I hated lifting. I didn't like it. I I enjoyed football and track. I was a runner back then. You were a runner. I was. No I used, way. I used to be skinny. My dude. Uh, I didn't really <laughs> start liking lifting until going into freshman year, the the summer. 
Uh, that's when I really got into it. Stayed with football and track all the way through high school. And started doing high school powerlifting meets back then. Uh, wasn't really any any good at football or nothing <laughs> up until like junior year when I got strong, strong for back then. All right. <laughs> uh, the highest total I hit in high school was like twelve seventy five suits and all that. I'm a weak kid. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say twelve seventy five is a good number. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some, some almost forty year old man would say twelve seventy five. Okay. Yeah. So so, that, that so was, hey, this is a, this is a safe environment. Okay. So that was, uh, was suits and everything. Talking shit. And me looking talking. back now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm 12.85, so I'm, I'm above that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then after high school, had my first kid. Went went into uh, went into working, stopped lifting about, about mm-hmm. two years. Till Lorenzo hit me up one day because I started getting back into the gym, trying to quit being an alcoholic. It didn't help for like a year. <laughs> yep. I was still an alcoholic for that first year. But you were lifting. But you were yeah, lifting. but I was getting back in, try to try to beat those habits. Baby steps. Uh, I went, hit a total less than I did in high school. Wasn't disappointed. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is raw. It's not too bad. Second meet I did was the second year uh, being a part of the team. Lorenzo told me I was about 40 pounds off from qualifying as a junior, and that's when I was like, you know what? I need to take this series. Mm-hmm. Got serious with it. Qualified for junior this year, but uh, I turn 24 ne- next month. So yeah. I'm not a junior and it takes me out. <laughs> See, yes. Oh, so now funny. I now I got to hit some uh, some real man total. Well, how far out are you from that total? Uh, about 140 pounds. We're going to cruise. Go cruise and get that. Uh, so what's your total at right now? Uh... The last total I, that I got all at once was that 1609 back in the November meet. Uh, about two, three weeks ago, I hit a, a two by two on squat, ten, 10 pounds less than the meat, meat max. So I know at least squat's gone up. Bench, I've hit higher with good form. So that one's gone up already. Deadlift is, well, deadlift. It's iffy. Like, how do you, uh, like, you know, you talked about when you were in high school, middle school, and lifting back then. Uh, do you feel like there's anything that could have been done to, like, make it, like, more appealing to you or maybe maybe you want to be more involved in it? Uh, honestly, back then, uh, middle school, I, I just didn't like it. I didn't like the pain on my body. Uh, high school, the first couple of years, I didn't really take it serious. It was just something to... Just an extra sport, just get in the gym, stay strong, or get strong. Uh, and then I started becoming one of the strongest in school at that point. And that's when I was like, you know what, this is pretty fun. Kept up with it. And then once uh, senior year hit, and football, powerlifting, track seasons, and all came to an end, I was like, there's no point to lifting now. I'm done. I'll yeah. stop. Uh, but I, I, like, I knew about the – USA PL meets and stuff, but I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not ever going to be good enough for that kind of stuff. I just stopped altogether. Yeah, see, like for me, like I didn't know anything about powerlifting as far as like it at all in high school or anything like that. And probably not even really 
I knew about it in college, but the thing all I knew was I thought it was just like college stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because me and him went to Sam Houston State, and they had a powerlifting team. I had a friend on it that he was a uh, quick lifter, and he was pretty strong and stuff like that, and probably geared out of his mind as far as I know. But, uh, you know, when I came up in high school and even in middle school, you know, there was no structure as far as, like, in the gym or anything like that where I came from. It was, you know, they wrote stuff on the board and told us to go do it, and that was that. There was no, like, instruction, you know, hey, you know, you want to try to do this at this kind of exertion, and so y'all your form needs to look like this and that, whatever. It was just, hey, we want you to go do three sets of 10 on bench and then go do some tricep extensions and bicep curls and so you're doing crossfit before crossfit was cool it's a dry erase board with yeah. the wad <laughs> workout mean, of the that's day. what it was but i mean i feel like that's how kind of like a lot of the you know like when i talk that's why i asked that question about you know what could be done to improve it you know yeah. what i mean but like you got pe teachers and stuff like that that are in there and that's what it is it's like pe and are really is more goal oriented it's like for because they're a uh, coach but they're a coach for their specific sports so like the weight room is kind of like just an afterthought you know what i mean it's about just yeah. lifting it's not about how to you know make yourself stronger or improve or anything like that really well it kind of sucks with like when you're talking about high school too like uil has like here in texas uil has so much involvement that like a coach really can't do a hell of a lot for you outside of the sport or outside of the school year like i know we used to get like programs written up for us for summer like we would get like the last month schools there and we're like, hey, look, this is your workout. We want you to go to the summer, but we can't really answer any questions or coach on it or anything else. But hey, here's a, and they would say like, here's a guideline of what you should be doing to prepare yourself for next season. And it's kind of the same thing. Like you know, you yeah. got like, your little printout paper, and it was like squats, incline. <laughs> it's like, like well, that, but what know, am I basing it off of? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But to me, yeah. that's like crazy because like uh, THSPA and Louisiana's equivalent. They're like the two largest organizations that there are mm-hmm. in the world as far as like powerlifting is concerned. You know, all that stuff is just high school based, but yet there's like literally like nobody really teaching anybody how mm-hmm. to like, you know, improve yourself, how to one, Dude, how, one how to improve, two, how to keep from hurting yourself. No shit. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there's there's like been a couple high school meets here locally that I've seen and I'm like, oh, holy shit. Just trying to guide somebody in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I graduated like five years ago, and uh, even when I was in, in the high school, we went through like three or four different powerlifting coaches. No one wanted to do it. No one taught us form back then. We just yeah. went in and did it. If it wasn't for, for Brett going up there and teaching some of us younger guys back then, you know, try to do this and, and instead of doing it like that, mm-hmm. I'd have probably broke my back by now. You know, and, and there's been a lot of people hit me up on Instagram here lately, TikTok, y'all correcting my form now, which the last year is, is for me has been form heavy trying to trying to just fix it. And that, that's got the numbers shoot up a lot because before there was no form. I was just doing what I did back in high school. Uh, it, it, it was it was very ugly. Uh, I don't I don't know how my back is all right today, but yeah, the form's getting better now. I mean, Brett probably like one of the people that I've had here to like tell me like a couple of things. And I would just remember as soon as he did that, it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. This all makes sense now. And shit, things got a whole lot easier. Yeah, I, know, I know at least Brett, he, he's been a huge gym influencer around here, mm-hmm. trying to get people in, help them out so they don't hurt themselves while doing it. 
But I think like powerlifting is one of those things like it's just not a when you think of like a sport, you know what I mean? Like it's not one of the things you're thinking of. When you're thinking yeah. soccer, basketball, soccer, football, football, baseball. You don't really you don't realize like, hey, powerlifting's a big deal that you can get involved in with your kid. Yeah. Like if they don't want to, you know, and, and it's funny because like if you'd have told me a while back, like in high school, hey, you don't have to put on pads and go to practice, but you can lift weights and have fun with it, then mm-hmm. I may never play football. Yeah. You know, like I'd have been like, yeah. man, fuck you, 105 degree Texas heat in August, man, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, like, but I'll go to the weight room with you and lift with you, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I really don't think that it gets a lot of the recognition that it should, which is why I think it's also big, like you were talking about with the injury and all that. You, you do wind up getting somebody who's like, hey, I'm a tennis coach with really no weightlifting background being the powerlifting coach. Yeah. And, and they're doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, man, this is a, you don't realize like powerlifting is a sport, you can really you mess yourself up. Quick. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I can't you know come I mean? days like, I wake up and I'm like, damn, why yeah. is it, my shoulder hurt? Like I did deadlifts. Why does it hurt? You know? This is like one of the things, like the only motivation that I remember just having is just trying to get your name on the freaking board, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where, where <laughs> yeah. you said that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. if you can sit there and take the top record out of there, and that was it. I think the kicker had more, more uh, numbers than I did on my board. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had that, that big old uh, top 10 board. Yeah. But it, it wasn't for like powerlifting, it was, our football off season, we'd, we'd have the 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 main three lifts for for back in high school. It was squat, bench, and power clean. Right. Yep. And then we had the running stuff, the five ten five, the hello drill, the shuttle drill, yep. that kind of stuff. My goal was to get my name on every one of them. Might not be top five, but I wanted to be at least in the top ten up there. Yeah, I got my name on that board once. Instead of not a running back. It's all right. It's like stay on O line. <laughs> I do remember. Uh, I, I think I told Cody that uh, in the off season we had to pick a. Uh, you know, in the spring you had to pick your sport that you had to do for football. We could choose between like, soccer, baseball, mm-hmm. or track. And uh, my senior year, I went out and I was like, "Man, screw it! I'm gonna do track. I'm gonna do track." Keep in mind, like, I was just a fat, like, defensive tackle, defensive <laughs> man, like, and the guy that went, and I was like, "I'm gonna do the four, I'm gonna do the four by one." Relay, right? I was like, I'm gonna get an anchor leg and go try for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted my name on that board, right? Like, I saw what everybody was doing, like warming up. So I'm doing like high knees and like trying to stretch it out. And I hear this voice from across the field, which is our defensive line coach. He's also a coaching track. And he's like, Rivera, fuck are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm trying out, coach. He's like, for what? And I said, for the anchor leg of four by one. He goes, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> I, said, I said, "Wow, man!" I said, "Well, give me a chance." He's like, "All right, cool." He's like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, "I'll give you a chance." He's like, "Fine, we'll try out. Go ahead, try out." So I had these three guys who, you know, I played soccer, basketball. Like, they never played football. You know, they made hell of receivers. They were fast as shit. And I can remember watching them. They've been in track their whole life. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, "All right, cool." So I'm trying to get like pointers from the guys behind me. I'm like, "What do I do?" He's like, "Well, when you see him rounding that corner, that curve." He goes, well, "When he starts rounding, he goes." Start jogging slightly so you can get it, get in front of you. You, gotta, you want to be the dead sprint when you hand you that baton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so I think I made it about five yards thinking I was at a dead sprint. <laughs> this guy like handed me the baton. <laughs> I'm fumbling the baton everywhere. I dropped the baton, but I still take off running like without the, without the stick. I pass the finish line and my, and my coach, he's got his clipboard and he's got his arms folded. He's looking there and he goes, he said, hey, he goes, that was a good run. That was a good run. I was like, man, I appreciate it. I was like, did I make it? He goes, 
No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but if you can go do me a favor and grab that baton and give it to an actual runner, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. He goes, why don't you, why don't you do me a favor? He goes, why don't you go over there where the, where the shot putter guys are at? I was like, yeah, that's more my speed. Shot putting discs, because I love those. those. Those were fun back then. Oh, man. Well, the best part was we get back in the locker room, and he was just laughing. He was like, were you being serious? He goes, were you, was that a real tryout? Or you? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, man, I, I was like, I didn't want to tell him, like, yeah, I actually gave him my all on that one. <laughs> so I lied to him back. I was like, no, nah, man, it was just a joke. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. I was back No. I <laughs> uh, secretly went back in my truck and cried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> my grandma almost said I was awesome. <laughs> well, that was like my freshman year. We, we had a coach that, that came. He was ex-military. He made us do what he called the 50-second drill. Which is y'all line up on the starting line uh, on, on the track. He timed you 50 seconds, run as hard and as fast as you could until he blew the whistle. His goal for the runner, like like receivers and stuff, was just to just make it somewhere close to that, that 300 line. Mm-hmm. I was a lineman in, in high school. Mm-hmm. For us, he's like, if you hit like the 150 meter, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. I was skinny. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to hit that 300. I was like 290. I was shy, and I was like, damn, I let him down. <laughs> but then he came up to me. He's like, you impressed me. That was pretty good for a freshman. I was like, oh. I cried. <laughs> I tears off. He's proud of me. Y'all heard that? Coach, it off pretty good. <laughs> I said, I'm not bad for a lineman. That's, <laughs> that's like your mom saying you're not bad. But, but then they kept me as a lineman, even though I was quick. Yeah, because I want you to pull. You're like, you're on pull. No, you're on pull. No, they didn't even have the tackles. Oh my god, dude, I hated that. Unless you were a guard, you didn't pull. I was the left tackle. The pulling G. Yeah, Yeah, I was the left tackle. They're like, you're strong, so we need you on the line. Fuck. I was like, but my forty time was the fastest on the team. We used to run like a fucking jumbo package and shit. It was a jump. I fucking remember shit. Jumbo wide right. Hey, fucking jumbo ball right, fucking wolf run. You're gonna pull from the left and go all the way to the right. All right, coach. And then you call the fucking QB, but call the fucking play, and you just say jumbo and jumbo right. And I'm like, I don't need fucking say why. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> I stay right there. And he's like, hey, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, you didn't say wide right, coach. That's a lot of cardio, man. He's like, you you fucking smart. I'm like, yes. Motherfucking <laughs> oh, goddammit. I was like, all right, man. Uh, playing on the defensive line, I hated the pulling guards. Hey. That's... Uh, I've been ear so many times by that. Yep. That's a, what was the, what was the, that's a defensive end. They said, when your tackle blocks down, mm-hmm. they said, what are you looking for? Kick out, bootleg, or away? Yep. And I was like, I was like, all right. And I was like, well, what does kick out mean? He goes, guard's coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how can you? I remember one time someone cut said, how do you know which one's the guard? <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he goes, it's the fat guy running right at you. <laughs> I was like, he looked angry. <laughs> 
I used to mess up so many assignments with that shit. Like, you're, he's like, what's your responsibility in this? I mean, me, that's what I'm saying, dude. I take this shit, like, literally. I was like, you don't have to say it exactly the way you said to say it. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't care. <laughs> well, those are things. <laughs> I went after the ball. Like, I went after the guy. With the, like, I missed it. And I missed the tackle. What's the bad part? The guy wound up scoring. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I get back in the coach like, he's like, so. What'd you see? And I was like, tackle. I was like, tackle blocked down. He's like, so what were you looking for? I was like, I saw the ball. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, but what, what are you supposed to look for? I said, kick out, bootlegger away. He goes, what was it? I was like, I think it was a kick out. He goes, how do you know? I said, because I saw the linebacker behind me get blown up. <laughs> He's like, and he was supposed to do what? I was like, make the tackle. He goes, what did you do? I was like, let him go. <laughs> Look, coach, we're our, we're like zero and eight right now, man. All right, we're not yeah, gonna go. I mean, we're not district like, champs. Yeah, man, I was like, yeah, we're it's okay. At, the, at this point, man, look, we're just out here having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope. Look, at the end of the day, I hope we all just have fun. <laughs> Nobody on our team's going to college at D one, D two, or even like JUCO. As a defensive man, the worst thing is get through the offensive line too easy. You've either got a guard coming at you. Or they're doing a quick out round, and you're not going to catch them. <laughs> Where you feel like, <laughs> where you know you're not that good of a You're like, like, I got back here pretty quick. You get back there, and you're like, this What's isn't right. And then, bam, so, get ran over. So, who was your guy? Like, So, I used to have to run laps and shit load because I, I really didn't take it serious. I mean, I was big, and I was quick, and I was good at D-line. But I always just, I always wanted to just joke around. And, uh, and it pissed off our coach. Our coach was, like, very, like, Serious defensive yep. coordinator, like know your shit. And we knew our shit. I just like to joke around. But I can remember the guy that I used to look up to as a defensive. This is before like JJ Watt and all that shit. Was yeah. Javon Curse from the from the Titans, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I always used to fuck with this offensive tackle we had, and then with Tim Hall, he's a badass fucking tackle. Like he was badass. I mean, Lord bless, he passed away a few a few years back. But um, I can remember we'd have to do those one on one drills. And it would be so fucking hot, like, we'd be down in our three-point stances whispering at each other. And he's like, look, man, he's like, I'm not going to go full speed. Just let me, let me, I'm going to hit you in the chest. He goes, and we'll, we'll block down the line. I was like, deal. <laughs> but it wasn't a deal. I was, like, I was like, yes, now I know he's tired. He's going to go easy. I'm going to make him look like shit. So he stood up and I swim moved him. And I was like, Javon Curse! <laughs> Like like the NBA players like Jordan. I was like Javon. <laughs> like I touched the cone that was the quarterback, and I was like, oh, I was like, that's right, bitch, sack. <laughs> I get back, I get back, and Tim's like, okay, two things. He goes, one, motherfucker, I told you we're going easy. He goes, he's like, two. He's like, did you just yell Javon? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I was like, the freak, man. I was like, that's, I was like, you don't know about that. Next play, put me on my ass for, for making him look foolish. <laughs> No, but anyway, sorry. I know we got way off subject. <laughs> that went from like, tell me about your lifting experience to like sad things in high school. <laughs> you want to hear about the girl that never went to Sadie Hawkins with me either because I was a woman? It was girl's choice. <laughs> and I was asking her, I'm like, look, I know, I know you were supposed to ask me, but I just want to know, like, do you want to go? She's like, no, no. I look at you like I like you're a brother. Like, okay. <laughs> Just tell me I'm fat and you're the fuck I'm Oh my god. I could have been quarterback, I swear. <laughs> <laughs>
So, uh, <laughs> that guy from the XFL. <laughs> Sorry. So you talk about having a, you know, about work uh, and having a family. How do you how do you manage your training and how do you find time to, you know, to train? Well, at least I like to say train effectively. Mm. Well, being on the twelve hour rotating shifts, going from days to nights and two days off, two days on kind of thing. Uh, it's hard. Just got to come up here straight after work to get it done. Uh, days off, I usually like to take my time up here and not rush everything. Uh, sometimes sleep is is sacrifice just to get up here and get my, my week done. Uh, and then sometimes you just got to swap your days around. Like, I'm supposed to be off Saturday. But I've got a tough schedule on Wednesday. I'm going to just swap the two days. Yeah. It, it sucks sometimes. And then, you know, the schedule makes it hard to see family in general. But I think they realize that I'm, I've got a potential to get my name out there this year. Yeah. So the old lady, she she understands it. She doesn't like it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's understood. It's good that you have a good support system, man. Yeah, I mean, um, that matters all the time, man, big time. But I will, I will say, like, when I have excuses, you, you are one of the people like I think of. I'm like, man, it's like you'll show up here with your with your boy. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, I have the kids, or oh, I got this to do. Like, you find a way to get up here, no matter what. Whether it's and even if it's like you may not hit your full workout, like you're just like, look, I know I need to get this in, like I need to get my heads in, or I need to get my squats in, or whatever it is. You'll get in your big compound lift for the day. And call it good, like, and that's and that's one of the things. Like, I don't think people realize is like how serious you have to take these things, mm-hmm. and that you do. Like me, it's funny sitting with y'all because like y'all competing this shit. Me, I just do it for funsies. So like when you say things like oh, I was only at twelve seventy five, I'm like bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm adding my numbers in the background. I'm like, what's two fifty plus two fifty? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, all right, so that's two plates, <laughs> all right. But uh, no, it's really cool to see you get your your time in, dude. Because where you started, like the fun part about owning this place, is I get to see people from their start day to their end day. You know, and I remember the days where you were just a gym rat. Like it wasn't about powerlifting; it was just about yeah. like you and your brother would come in here and y'all would live. Like your brother would be in fucking cowboy boots and shit lifting. And <laughs> nah, he still does that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but to see when you start taking it, like, like. After that first meeting, you're like, oh, fuck it, okay, I can do this. Like, we're, we're going to get serious. Yeah. I mean, there was a time where, like, like I felt strong because me and you were close in bench. Mm-hmm. And then three months later, there was no way. Like, yeah. it was just, like, one of those things where I was like, holy shit, like, he's taking it seriously. Me, on the other hand, yeah, like, I remember you saying that a long time ago. Well, like, I got excited. I was like, damn, I'm going to be an upcharge. I'm like, fuck yeah. I was like, 350, yeah. And then I was like, I came back in and just said, up church, like 415. I was like, <laughs> And I was like, man, it took me 37 years to get to 350. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, at the start of my lift today, I was, I was telling Cody and uh, Juan and Cade, that they were up here. Uh, I was telling them that about this time last year is when I really started getting serious with it, mm-hmm. trying to trying to actually hit hit a total where I could qualify. Uh, on Facebook today, it was either today or yesterday, I had a, a memory pop up for deadlift. It was a 525 PR. Mm-hmm. It was ugly. It was shaky. My back was bouncing with it. And then I came in today, did my 
five by five and four ninety five. Mm-hmm. The reps were clean ish. Some of them, right. some of them working on the form still, uh, but it, it was smoother. That it's thirty pounds lighter than right. that one rep, but it looked a lot better, and it was for a five by five yeah, instead of a one by one. Yep. So uh, since I've taken it serious and started working form heavily this year, it, it's crazy how much the numbers have just skyrocketed. Plus, I, back then I didn't realize how much the upper back mattered for for all three lifts. Like my upper back was fairly weak, but some, just getting a strong upper back has helped a lot as well. Would you say like that? Your you know you talked about when your family. Uh, started to change because they thought you you had like an actual chance to like get your name out there was that like prior to this the last meet in November or like the that actual meet well when I competed back in I want to say it was like October of 21 that was when I was told I was about 40 pounds 40 to 50 pounds off of a qualifying total for the junior division at that point, I I started taking it serious, and uh, that that like just seeing my numbers start improving from there is when it started setting in for my old lady. Like eh, he he might he might be all right, and then this last meet back uh, November of twenty two, hitting that total of sixteen oh nine, I wasn't happy with like with myself on the lifts I failed. Like I don't hit my bench opener, I failed a six fifty attempt on deadlift. But I was happy with how it all moved. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to qualify. But it, it don't matter. I'm going to hit that qualify total at 23. I want to go to Tennessee. Well, I want to compete in nationals this year. Uh, but my old lady, Kayla, she's been uh, pretty supportive in, in just realizing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting towards, not, I'm not going to say the top, but just getting the name out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say in itself, it's just getting there is a huge accomplishment. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, because the numbers, they increase in numbers uh, about a year ago, you know, because yeah. it's a lot of people been able to achieve them. But even at mm-hmm. that, you know, now that the numbers that they're at is, you know, it's not no small feat, you know, it's not, not something to, you know, brush off, you know, just being able to hit a qualifying total <laughs> to get in the, into uh, nationals is a huge accomplishment in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you touched on it too, talking about your up, developing the upper back and how it plays a role in uh, the lifts and stuff like that. Uh, what do you think is some of, what do you think are some things that attribute to your recent progression? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say mostly form, just having almost no form. I'd come in here, bench was almost a flat bench, slight curve in like the center of my back. I wasn't bracing or getting tight on any of my lifts. Uh, so just getting bracing right and just getting the form down has, has really helped a lot. Because some hitting, uh, hitting a weight with the bad form versus hitting the same weight with everything tight and braced and controlling my breath and just a good or a better form, it's, uh, it, it's helped a lot. It, it's made that same weight feel so much lighter. Man, what kind of goals are we looking at for this coming year? Our looking here? Mm, the main goal 
is try to get to uh, the nationals. Uh, but like weight wise, for the three lifts, like squat, I'm shooting for a 700 plus squat this year. Uh, bench, I'm hoping to hit in comp at least 400. I, I, at this point, I think I've got more than a 400 uh, by the time I compete next. And then deadlift, uh, that, that failed 650 attempt, my goal is to crush that this year because I got it up up the shins but just below the knee. And that part moved quick. It was just couldn't finish it from there. So my goal is just destroy that 650 this year on, on deadlift. Hopefully you save like that 650 lift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be watching it. Yeah, I've got to uh, save that's the same thing. That it, I, it makes me mad going yeah, back. Yeah, it's the same it. thing I did. I got like a folder. Like I got a couple folders on my phone that I got videos of certain like benchmark lists. You got you got fold you got folders of videos on Not your phone. Not folders. <laughs> Smart okay. ass. Okay. The ones that like homework. Uh-huh. Nah, man. <laughs> why do you have to do that? We just got the hidden folder now. Bro, I did, well, I was gonna say you just get the calculator app and how's that? Don't even do that anymore. Yeah, so somebody has to do like four times four, and then they fucking open all your shit. <laughs> well, now, we, now we know it's <laughs> <laughs> It's like I gotta change it again. <laughs> I, I try to keep the math simple. <laughs> but uh, you know, so like I said, I got, you know, I got like a folder with a benchmark list. Every time I hit like a milestone, whether it was like you know three fifty bench and. 500 squad, so on and so forth. But then I had like a folder with mislifts and stuff like that. And I would hold that stuff and I look at it, you know, whenever it's getting close to the time though where I'm going to attempt that and look at it, you know, and finally, you know, I chipped off some of them. I got rid of them because I hit a 390 bench. So I got rid of some freaking pass lifts and stuff where I failed it. You know, do you, I mean, that's hopefully that's something that you do. Sit back there and look at, look at it and, uh, you know, it's one thing to record it and stuff and praise and talk about, you know, I, oh, I hit this PR today yeah. or I did this and did that. Well, you know, what about them days that you're sitting in the gym and you're freaking pissed off at yourself because you missed something or, you know, you miss a, a rep range or anything like that? You know, that's the stuff that people miss out on, especially mainly what we're talking about is just like the journey of it. You know what I mean? I tell people this all the time and I don't think very many people understand it. So you get to the point like we're talking about being in a plateau that you gotta love what you're doing you gotta love the process because of the prs and uh hitting the weight totals and stuff like that eventually mm-hmm. at some point it's gonna be few and far between you know i think that's something that i think you understand i think you're you know getting a good concept and a grasp of that you know what i mean you gotta love the process yeah and then there's like last year i had I had a good three week period where on my deadlift days, going off my percent, I'd come in here, it's supposed to be like three by threes, four by threes, something like that. Every week I'd come in here, I wasn't able to hit even close to my percent. I yeah. go to my percent, either couldn't get it off the ground or I could only hit it for one. Piss me off. By the end of that third week, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a week off lifting, just keep it light stretch got to change it up get my body relaxed come back in and a lot of people i've seen when they hit the plateau and stuff and just start struggling and not enjoying it they either quit or start talking about quitting mm-hmm. which is why i'm glad i took that week off because i was like I, I need to reset my body came back in got back into it 
at that point, I was able to start hitting my percents again, hitting it for the right reps and range, the, the right range and whatnot. But at that point, it, a lot of people do give up at that point. It, it, and that's when you just got to you gotta find the mentality to yeah. reset and just keep going. Well, I think that's with anything, man. Like, even with training people and stuff, like, <clears throat> the best time that you do anything with the weight room is, like, the beginning. Yeah. Because you're constantly breaking plateaus. You're constantly breaking records. Your body is getting so strong so fast, right? And see, I mean, when you get to the numbers that y'all are pulling, you're right. Like, a fucking five-pound increase is fucking huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And I don't think people get that. Yeah. Because, like, you'll see people are like, man, this guy, all he does is pull 600. Like, have you ever fucking tried to grab 600 pounds? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's, shit it's, hurts. Like, it's, it's, and that's what easy. I was talking about, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, people always, well, and this other thing, so people always see us recording and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Recording is mm -hmm. a very useful tool for a multitude of reasons. You know, you get to see how your form is, any kind of breakdowns. You can make some corrections. You get to see how it's moving mm -hmm. overall, you know. Not only that, like, say, and I was just talking to Caleb England about it today, and I said, you know, it's not so much always going to be about hitting a weight, hitting a weight. You might want to sit there and look at it. Hey, I did 315 today, and let me compare it to, just like what you talked about, let me compare it to a 315 I did six months ago mm -hmm. and see how much different it is, you know, from speed, you know, your form, the power that you have, and just the overall the way that it felt. You know, it's probably, it really hasn't been too long uh, for me since I first hit 315, you know, to now that I'm repping like 330, I did like 336 for mm -hmm. a set of five a day and stuff like that. You know, I never thought that shit was ever going to happen for me. I remember struggling for years. I wish for years trying to just hit three plates on bench because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do it. I was just like, all right, well, I thought when I bench, you just... You know, arms and chest. Boom. I didn't know anything about leg drive or anything like that. And trying mm -hmm. to stack up on top of my shoulders and stack the joints on my arms and stuff like that. Just staying tight with yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's just, yeah, I love that process of it, man. And everything is a journey. You know, like I said, you talk about a lot of people don't understand. And it understand whether I, when they start, that there's going to be an exponential growth. <laughs> and strengthen and power mm -hmm. but at some point you're going to hit that block and that's where you know your brain comes in and that mentality that you have and then how you're going to work <laughs> that's really well how you're going to work that because that's where the work starts to get to where you want to be at because mm -hmm. you might not see two and a half five pounds ten pounds for six months a year you watch uh, world level competitors have been doing the same thing for years just to get a two and a half kilo increase on their lift. And you see how excited they get because you know that there's all them times that they sit there and think about what well, they're going, they don't want to do this anymore. Getting up, staying up, out late, trying to get your lifts in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But well, it's, it's just like a time with mental health and fucking, you know, physical health as well. Like, when your body's tired, your mind's tired. You know, those two motherfuckers ain't working together. Ain't nothing gonna fucking happen. I think, like, boy, you're talking about how you took just a break. You're like, dude, I'm not quitting. I just need to fucking rest. Like, yeah. you know, let me let me get rested. I think that's what's crucial for people is because they don't realize, like, if it's a passion of yours, if it's something you want to do, like, it's okay to take a break from it. Don't leave it. Yeah. Because then I think what happens is there's two ways you get discouraged, right? Like, you get tired, you're not hitting your PRs again, or you're not hitting your numbers that you think you should be hitting. 
So you fucking, you leave it. You know, you're like, man, fuck it. You come back and you're still nowhere near you were because now you haven't trained your body anymore. Yeah. So it's like you're starting over again. So you're, you're experiencing that again, dude. And I think what you hit on was kind of crucial. It was like, man, you know, if you're going to stick to something, stick to it. But it's okay to fucking walk, walk away for a yeah. good rest. And I think like real rest is what people don't understand. You know, like, you always see people joke around, like, man, fuck rest day. Like, bro, you don't understand. Like, uh-huh. You know, like, you, you need it. Yeah. Because your body after it, for what y'all do, like, and I, and I know, like, the people who listen to this that are powerlifters will understand, but people who aren't don't. Because I'm barely grasping this idea now. Like, like after a day, is like, like, if I have, like, if I'm training on a block, we're more, more set, like, on hypertrophy style shit versus strength. Those workout days are so damn different. I know, like, on my hyper days, I'm okay. Like, my body's going to recover fine. We're going to be good. I'm going to be sore and be tired, but, hey, it'll be all right. I can finish the next day. I know that after a strength day, especially, like, with deadlift or squat, bro, I'm going to need, like, three days. Like, I need, like, just to fucking recover. Yeah. And, I mean, and that, a lot of that comes with age. A lot of it comes with, you know, nutrition and shit like that, yeah. too. But, man, like, it, like, to see how y'all do it consistently. Because I know how I feel, and I'm not training for shit. You know, I follow the block, I follow, I follow programming and all that shit, but I'm not competing towards anything. So it's crazy to see, like, I know how fucking tired I get. And to see y'all come in, like, that's what I was asking. I'm like, damn, what y'all looking today? It's like, fuck, didn't you just do that two days ago? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Well, damn, but it, it shows, like, that's, well, that's, a, that's yeah. the shit you're getting. Like, what's your goal? You know, like, people who are fucking trying to lose weight, you know, it's the same thing, and not necessarily in their gym, but with their calorie count or whatever. You know, yeah. like, hey, it's that consistency. Are you going to get fucking tired of eating under your, you know, Calories in versus out, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. are you gonna get tired of that? Of course, you're gonna fucking tired of it. You know, no. If 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 you if you're not if you didn't get tired, of it, you'd be doing it right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is like people understand like in order to do something, you want you to change what you're doing. But it, but that process, that journey is so fucking crazy to watch, especially because like I'm trying to do it, and I understand like what my body goes through. I can't access, so I can't fathom really what y'all put yourselves through, and the tired and the fucking rest and all that bullshit. And to see y'all in here consistently. There's days where I'm like, man, fuck this. I don't even want to go to the gym. And I'm not training for shit, you know? But I'll, I'll drive by and I'm like, damn, they're fucking lifting here. Like, okay, well, get after it. Have fun. Man, that's a, uh, everybody understands like, uh, training is a huge thing, but recovery is that's much probably like, if not more important to it. You know, how much water you intake, how much food that you eat, what's the quality of sleep that you get, what's your stress level like. And I could talk about stress and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that, I'd, if you talk to me about stress, like eight months ago, we're laughing in your face, talking about I don't do shit to you, nothing that I that it don't make anything different. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed out, your body's gonna eventually is gonna tell you, nope, we ain't doing anything. Doing fucking you know, thing. Yeah. We're gonna sit down and you know space out or go to sleep. You know, because that's all it wants to do, you know, because it doesn't want to do anything else because it's like it's tired and you, it's taxed, you know, mentally taxed, physically, you know, leads you end up being physically taxed. So, so other than take a break, just like what are some things that you do, you know, like when you're trying to break a plateau or you're fucking feeling fatigued or you're just feeling fucking worn out? Like, what are some of the things that help you get over? I, I mean, I know there's always taking a break and just my ass relax, but like when you finally come back to the gym. To train like what what's the mindset what do the workouts look like you know uh well after like a break or something or if i come in it's just not mentally there uh having having like a tough day or something 
I find it easiest for me to just like my I know my body can push through it. It's just what is my mind gonna let me that day? Uh, so when I come in and I'm doing days where it's like a five by three heavy, mm-hmm. well if it's a weight I've done or I've done more, it's just kind of the things I think of is just get it fucking done. You've done more than this before. Right. Just get it done. You hit that first set. All right, you just got four left. Let, let's finish it. Let's finish the day. Uh, but for me, honestly, it, I, I could put my body through a lot more than my mind allows me. Uh, like, when I come in, if I'm physically drained and tired, I can still push through it easier than if I'm just mentally not there. Because that's the hardest part for me is is my mind. Is my mind going to allow me to do it this day? And sometimes when I get in here, I just have to shut my brain off. It, like, yeah. it, sound, it sounds dumb. Yeah. No. You just got to shut your brain yeah. off. Exactly. Shut it off. Before you lift, before the lift, I'm thinking, man, this sucks. I don't want to be here. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But right before I do my set, I just shut my brain off. Up to the rack, the squat rack, the deadlift bar, the bench press, whatever it is, everything just goes black except for that. I'm like, all right, let's just get it done. Knock it out. Exactly. Um, when we talk about like gym environment, well, um, you know, I guess we really want to kind of like start this out as like, you know, what is like an ideal like gym environment for you? Is it, you know, a location, people, equipment? Honestly, the equipment isn't too big of a deal for me. Uh, I can come in as long as I'm able to do a variation of what I'm scheduled to do. I, I can get it knocked out. So the equipment to me doesn't really matter a whole lot. Uh, the environment, the like, like people wise, me personally, I like being cooped up. I'd rather come up here and just get my stuff done. Mm-hmm. If there's a lot of people, <laughs> especially on days that I got to go heavy on like on like deadlifts specifically, because I don't like coming up here and just hitting dead, heavy deadlifts. I, I don't like. It. So those days, I will say I like it when people are up here. If someone's watching. I don't want to get embarrassed. I'm like, I got to hit it. Someone's going to watch me during this. But an ideal <laughs> gym for me is just come in and no, no one's here. Uh, deadlift, though, I will. I do like when people are up here. Just so I, I have to mentally push myself. Like, hey, they're watching you. Don't don't be dumb. <laughs> I just thought of that fucking Instagram reel. Or is the voiceover? And the guy's like squatting and he realizes it's too fucking heavy. But like this hot chick's watching him. He's like, well... If this is the way we die, this is the way we die. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked Jesse in here, like, oh, fuck. All right, well, I loaded it. Let's go. It's like the other day I came in here. It was just me and uh, a bunch of, I'm going to say they were high school age boys. They were up here. Uh, I, I had my deadlift day. I was tired. Had a seven-day work week, which I, I said at a computer, but it's it's the mentally draining job. I didn't want to come up here. I was like, man, I got deadlift today. It's a five by five. I don't, I don't want, want to do this. <laughs> I got up here. And I, I was, I was doing my warm up and I was like, oh, 405 is kind of heavy today. I, I don't know about this. 405 is kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and then those kids started watching and my set was like, the, I, I had five by five and want to say it was like 475, 485. Yeah. And those kids were watching me and I was like, now I really gotta hit it. I was able to, but I don't think if they were there watching me, I, I don't think I'd have done it. 
I think I dropped the weight. I've just done it like lighter than my percent and been like, all right, that, that, that's good. It's so what, good. what do you think was going through their heads when they were watching that? Like, wow, that old guy's strong. <laughs> 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 hey, sir. <laughs> I didn't know Carhartt sponsored powerlift. Uh, well, that's the funny thing is, is uh, when I do give those same kids some pointers here and there, or they they even ask me, they're like, "Thank you, sir." And I'm like, "Damn, I'm not even 24 yet." <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm just hoping it's out of respect. I hope I don't look like I'm in my 30s yet. Now, yeah, oh, man. No, I, was t- I told Jesse it's so. For that, you can't see, Jesse has this beautiful full head of curly hair, and it just flows. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was in here doing deadlifts the other day, and I said, bro, you're going to have to start wearing, like, a swimmer's cap, because I think that hair's creating a lot of drag when he pulls away. Yeah, what's that called? Uh, like, fucking, what's that basketball movie where Will Ferrell Oh, uh, semi-pro. <laughs> semi-pro. Yeah. Fucking Jackie Moon and shit. <laughs> Someone that's not going to come up here and have the same mentality as I speak to myself inside myself. Like, I don't want you to come up here and be like, this sucks, man. I don't, I don't want to do this. Those are thoughts you keep in your head. You don't say those ones out loud. I, I can't stand when people verbally say it. If you're going to have the negative thoughts, keep them in your head. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I don't like that, but I keep those thoughts in my head during the loop, though. You feed off that same energy that they have, like when they're yeah. not feeling it. Yeah, like, yeah you they're not. You know, they're like, "Oh man, I know this will be water burger." That's yeah. how Cody was with me with the training partner. Like, like <laughs> I would be. That was I was his voice. No, of, like, I, was, no, I, was, I was in here eating the water burger while you were lifting. Like, <laughs> but I mean, like that's what it's like. I like as you get to know your like when you work out your best friend, you know their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, I'm really not fucking feeling this. So you start dropping hints, Mike. Damn, bro, it's almost 11. The taquitos are going to be slapping. <laughs> yep. like, How many more sets you got, bro? He's like, oh, I just got here. We're like, well, 
It's not good to work out on an empty stomach. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go get some taquitos from Waterburger. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. But would you like, for me personally, I think I like looking with people that are like on another level than what I am. That's why I like looking with you, like looking with Caleb and JP and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because uh, y'all will push me to like get to another level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel that having somebody there with you, is, one, it's accountability, but two, it's just like there's something about it. And you know, from playing like team sports and stuff like that, there's just something about it, some kind of juice, some kind of energy that kind of comes out of everything. And it just, you kick it into like another gear. Yeah, me, I don't, I don't mind coming up here with, with guys under me. Uh, it gives me a chance to help them improve, point out what, what they're doing wrong, which I wish. When I was younger, I had I had someone there to do that, uh, but also pushing them like I am. I can't just get up to the platform and not do the same thing myself. Yeah, like if I'm telling you to push as hard as you as you can, well, I can't just say it and not do it. I've, I've got to go up there and do it myself. Yeah, I think it's interesting, like kind of what you just said, though. Like how you're like, is it important for you to always train with somebody who's above your your level? And I honestly, I, I do. I think it's important, but. I, and, uh, it's kind of weird to think because you touched on something really interesting, Jesse. Because we always think of it as, as, like from our own viewpoint, right? Like when I'm looking for a training partner, what am I looking for? Right? Uh-huh. And for me, it was like I was like training with Brett. Like Brett's leaps and bounds stronger than I'll ever fucking be with bench, right? Like I remember when I hit 315 for two, and Brett's like, all right, yeah, good. I'll right, just leave it on the bar. I'm like, all right, well, how many you got, big guy? Three, five? He's like, 12. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'm like, all right, cool. But the thing is, like, I look at it from that viewpoint because I was like, I was fortunate enough to learn from him um, because of where he was at. But I don't really, I I forget to think about it from the other way. It's like training with guys who aren't where I'm at because it's hard for me to think of myself as, oh, shit, I have come a long way. I have learned a lot. Because I'm still looking at it from a viewpoint of a novice, trying to get with other people like, okay, what makes me better? What makes me better? Not thinking of it like somebody who's at day one, you know, like somebody who's afraid. Who's and, and a lot of the times, man, it is intimidating because, especially in this gym, it's really weird. You've got a lot of strength in this small gym, mm-hmm. and it can be very um, intimidating to a lot of younger kids that get out there and they're like, hey, well, do you want to work in and get with bench? And they're like, oh no, no, no I'm gonna work out later. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't give a shit if you're lifting, you know. Like, if you got tens on each side, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to start. Everybody started at the bar. Mm-hmm. Everybody started at the bar. So I, I forget to think of, like, how important that is. Like, almost when you talk about, like, your workout partner, do you prefer working, like, with a partner or almost, like, with a group? Because, like, I can remember, like, some of the best workouts I had were when I used to train with, like, four people. It, now, it took fucking forever because everybody's getting in their shit. Everybody's kind of joking around all other shit. But I, I do remember, like, what was cool about it was you always had that dude that was, you know, the strongest at our squad or strongest bench or, or, or fucking, you know, whatever was mobility or fucking somebody who could run three miles. And that's kind of what it was. Like, it was kind of cool to see because you'd be making somebody stronger in one lift and another time they'd be helping you out with, like, your cardio shit, you know. So I, I think it's really cool, like, like, to talk about that aspect of, like, training partners yeah. because I think sometimes we get selfish. Like, we think, like, man, I'm like, because I, I've done it before. Like when I'm like, man, I want to work out with somebody and I'll try to choose somebody who's stronger than me, mm-hmm. not thinking about like, well, fuck, maybe that person wanted to train. Like, yeah. would I be a benefit well, to them? You know, like kind of like, I, I agree with that. And like, kind of the same thing, I didn't think about it, but you know, 
selfish shit or whatever, you know, I want somebody this from me or whatever, but you gotta sit there and think about what do I bring to it to offer to them? You know what I mean? Am I gonna be, you know, just like what you said, you know, am I gonna come in there and be like, yeah, let's get this done, you know, let's push ourselves and stuff like that, or I'm gonna be like, man, fuck, I don't wanna do this shit. You know, I hate doing squats. I just wanna, you know, take it easy and just like bullshit my way through it and get right. it done and get out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, but talking about do I wanna work with a bit, with a couple of people or a group, I mean, that's all just dependent upon, I think, really on like one, like the situation, you know what I mean? If it's on like a uh a max day, like a high, you know, heavy double, heavy triple kind of day. You know what I mean? The usually it's better to work with a group of people because you can really kind of feed off of that energy that's really just starts to fester in there. You know what I mean? And you get a group of y'all and everyone just kind of just amping each other up and somebody goes up there, they hit theirs, and the next person goes up and they hit theirs. It's great. You know, that's not something that for me that I need to have all the time. I will I'm more than comfortable working with, you know, one other person or two or three other people, you know, as long as we're all in the same kind of game plan and the same kind of mindset, you know what I mean? It's just the same thing like we talked about. I can't, I don't want to come in there and work, uh, come in and train and live and things like that with somebody that's just, just there, you know what I mean? Just going through the motions. Yeah. I think, I think like, like really, like what are you looking for foundation? Like accountability <clears throat> and dedication. Like, yeah. like, I, and I think like, I got to stop looking at it from the point of where you are in your workout, you know, because if it wasn't for guys like that, for me, I don't know if I would have stayed with it. You know what I mean? Like and how important that is. Like, it's almost like that rite of passage and lifting where you're like, you become like the novice and like a role model where people want to work out with you because they see like you're dedicated. And then honestly, that's the I thing for me. Like, that's the biggest compliment that somebody can give you. And, and like, you got, you got to watch There's a lot of guys like egos with that shit. Yeah. You know, like when you go to like these big commercial gyms, you're like, oh man, fuck, hey, can I jump in with you? And you're like, man, no, nah, not really. I don't want to take my weights off and you're right mm-hmm. It's like, well, dude, what if you would have been the game changer for that guy? Yeah. You know, like what if you would have been the reason that dude got stronger? Like, what well, you don't know. Like, what if that dude became a next big fucking powerlifter or bodybuilder or just because just because of you, you know, like instead yeah. of being being a deterrent for it. And I and like so I'm guilty of it. You know, like there's been days where people are like, hey man, you wanna work out? I'm like, man, fuck, I really don't. You know, it's like, or, or I'll ask them, well, what are you working out today? You know, and if they're doing stuff like I don't want to do, I'm like, yep. no, nah, I don't, I don't feel like. Yeah, like, so like before I started training legs, like, we're, we're, we got squats today. I'm like, damn, bro, I I'm, I got this fucking like, ball gonna, control. Up, like, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole kind of. You want to work out today? <laughs> no? Well, uh, all right. What did I tell you? What did I tell you a couple months ago before I started training legs? I was like, why do legs? You do arms twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, like, it, I think that also like your your training partners and your training regimens evolve as well, like towards yeah. your towards your needs. You know what I mean? Like as more serious again, and, and like you'll see that there becomes like a lot of bad blood with like people that train and shit like that. Like I've known a couple of like trainers who we saw falls like they got like their trainer beef. You know, like, oh, I don't like that dude. Wrong trainer. They don't like why? All because of some stupid shit like that. You're like, oh, they think they're better now because they do like NPC shit or they do bodybuilding. I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm like, that's the thing. Like y'all, like y'all, like got little mini games of like WBFF wars and shit. Like, like, what the fuck? Uh, but it's it's uh, it's kind of interesting to see that too because like people take it personal. Like it's almost like you lose a family member over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of weird. Like, oh, I'd be like, if somebody's outgrown you or you've outgrown them or 
or whatever. Like you gotta change like your fucking shoes, right? Like you're not gonna fucking wear the same size shoes your entire life. If you got broke, you gotta get new shoes and, and, and do that as well. Same thing with lifting. Like the more if, if you're gonna take it like competitive or if you're gonna be recreational with it, it is what fits your needs. Yeah. Like if me and you would have been boys the whole time, like working out through high school and shit. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey man, I want to join a powerlifting team and get coached and all that shit. Chances are I'm probably me and you probably aren't gonna work out anymore. Yeah. Because your fucking game has changed. Mm. You've got to find people to work out with yeah. that are on the same fucking mission as you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like these, like, for instance, if I don't feel like doing fucking SBD all goddamn week, like we're squat bench there, like this is the only three fucking things we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what our numbers are. We got our accessories or whatever, but you know, that's not the focus. Yeah, you know I've been there too. Like that—that's kind of happened with me and Cody. Like we used to work out um, before he was even in power on the power lifting. Like I remember there was a Saturday they were holding tryouts. Mm. And he was like, "Man, because I just want to go deadlift and kind of see if I can still hit my hit four hundred." And you did like you hit four hundred five, and you like came back and you're like, "God, it was fucking ugly. My back, I hurt my little back." Like, Dude, my fucking back was fucked off. Man. Yeah, but it's fun. But like that was the start mm. of him doing power lifting. Yeah. Like then it was his first meet in Oklahoma City, and it was like, "Oh shit." Because I can remember how anxious you were before that meet, you know, thinking about like, damn, I gotta hit these numbers, I wanna hit this, like, this is what I'm gonna go for my first, I'm gonna go for it. Like, he was looking at his percentages and shit and like really evaluating it. Mm-hmm. And then I think after he got it out of his, out of his way, like, he fucking, he, he crushed it. Like, he did a great job at the meet, his training came through, like, all that shit. Like, like I was happy for him, you know what I mean? And, and like, you don't find that anymore. Like, people more likely get bitter, like, man, fuck that dude. He don't train, yeah. he don't train with me no more, man, fuck that dude. Like, no, nah, man, be at me. There's a lot of petty shit that fucking is inside of gyms and, you know, teammates and freaking all kinds of shit, just over stupid shit. And it's funny as hell because I was listening to a podcast earlier today about how people harbor and hold on to stuff and you're just like, for what? You know what I mean? It was shit that happened like years ago that people still re- remember to this day. Oh man, you did this to me back in the day and blah, blah, blah. It's still on my head. Well, that, that, that's one of the things I find funniest about it. It applies to more than just the gym culture, it, it, life in general. Yeah. You, you go to school with, yeah. with these guys for forever. And you start doing good things and you start moving up and you start succeeding. Jealousy takes over. Stuff like that. I don't know. They see you doing this and they're like, hey, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. And then they just switch up on you. Which makes no sense to me because, like, people that I've gone to school with and whatnot, they're seeing they're, they're see my Instagram posts and whatnot. I don't care. Like it, don't like it. Uh, it. It don't matter. But I get more like, hey, you're doing good, but let's try to switch up to this pointers and stuff from people I don't even know on, like, TikTok and stuff. Yeah. Like, the guys you would think that are there for you. They're not. Right. It, right. It, it just don't make any sense. I mean, he knows it and I know it and you, you'll find find this out though. And I think you already really probably have. The older the older that you get, you'll really, and the things that you go throughout in life, you will actually understand who's really truly your friend or what an actual friend means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he knows it and I know it because, you know, we've been know 17 18 going on 18 years of being friends been through some of the worst stuff we know a lot of the probably the worst stuff about each other and everything like that but you know what i mean if it's you know three o'clock in the morning and i'm freaking in a bind he's the first person i'm gonna call Mm -hmm. 
It's, it's, it, I think we throw around that word friend a lot, but as you get older, you guys, I think you realize, like, you got a, you got a fuckload of acquaintances. Yeah. You, you got, got a friend. You got a fuckload of acquaintances who will call your friend. You got a fuckload of people who are going to tell you the generic thing. Call me if you need me. Call me if you need me. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's just fake. Became too. Uh, it's a term. Normalized. Now. Yeah, it's like saying hello, goodbye, like hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, call me if you need anything. Uh, like you know, hey, if I, if I need something, I hit you up. <clears throat> I think of you as Let's a real see. homie or something. Yeah, but if you're like, oh well, I'm busy. Like, like sometimes life does get in the way, but people aren't good like And that, but that's the thing. You, you know what I mean? Good at you. It hasn't been, but for like a year now, over a year now that I've been back up here. But before that, it was like a good solid like ten years that me and him didn't live in the same city. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we didn't talk that often. Mm-hmm. But when we did, it was like, "Hey man, how are you? Da, da, da. Hey, I'm good. You know, this is going on. Family's good, so on and so forth." Oh, okay, cool. And then come up here, come see him or whatever. Or mm-hmm. and then literally like we probably stop talking again. It didn't mean because something was bad, but that's just what it was. Oh, you, you know, yeah, get caught up, get caught up in life and things like yeah. that, work and family. But, you know, I'll call, and we just pick right back up again. Yeah. Same thing. Like, it never changed. It's, it is weird, man. But, like, like you're talking about petty shit in the gym, all that stuff. Like, it, it is hard to see people succeed. Because in the gym, like, shit just happens. Like, you may have been the reason that guy got strong. Like, like for the best example I can give is, like, I'm, I'm probably going to touch up on this a lot because it is a sore subject. And I've been in for a long time. Tom, I was kind of like, man, fuck Jesse up, church. Because, <laughs> 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 like, there was a time where me and you shared that square on that chalk. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, my name was right next to yours. I put hard next to it, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, but then, like, there came a day where I walked in the gym and my name was erased. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happened? And I'm like, well, Jesse surpassed you. I was like, fuck Jesse. You know, I was like, but the funny thing is, like, I'll tell you, it's, and it's not really how it was. Like, a lot of people would look at that and really be like that and be like, man, fuck that. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah. He must be juicy. He must be on gear. No, motherfuckers in here twice a day working out, like eating, sacrificing, working fucking hard. And I think, like, that's another thing we fall back on is like, you're like, oh, he must be geared up. Yeah. Uh, why the fuck does he got to be geared up? Because he's fucking strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, if you if you had just started powerlifting like two weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, just I just need to your nuts. Like, oh, fuck. All right. Like, all right. <laughs> Might, I might have some questions. <laughs> but the fact is, like, there is a lot of pettiness about that. Like, and it's kind of crazy to see, like, you would think that that's chick shit. No offense, like, not trying to call out women or anything, but, like, like, catty high school girl shit. Oh, I know I need one of them motherfuckers. Thank you. So, Vince, thank you. Um, I have, I have, I have. No, I just, I just took that pre-workout, the accident slid shit, and I was like, ooh. Flavor, uh, paid promotion, by the way. Flavor, right. flavor taste is like a win now. But I think it was expired, so no, no offense. Um, <laughs> it did not taste like watermelon, watermelon suicide or whatever it's called. Um, but uh, there's a lot of pettiness when it comes to shit like that. Like, you find, like, it's crazy, like, lifters can't be happy for one another. Mm-hmm. Like, certain ones. Like, now, I won't say that's like in the gym culture at all, like, but it seems to be like the ones that were once close with one another. Yeah. That's when you see a lot of that petty shit. Because like if you look at like as a group or as a whole, like when somebody's out there hitting a PR, that's when this gym gets the fucking loudest. Oh yeah. And it's kind of funny because like we got like our older crew that's on the you know the treadmills and shit, like just walking, watching their TV shows, and all of a sudden you hear people just like, oh, Shalil, what's going? And all you hear in the background is like, like so you thought somebody like maybe died. You know, she's like, oh shit, what happened? Like. You got people running off the treadmill. It's like, do I need to call nine one one? Like, no, hey, Cassie Rodriguez just hit a fucking deadlift PR, and they're like, oh, 
Oh, nope, that was not paid advertisement for Cat K right here. Or a Mighty Mike. I just want to let that Brother, be known. Chase, uh, I'm just a big, I'm just a big fan, man. She's a bad. I told you she's a badass, but like that's how it was. Like, like people were like scared because the whole gym erupted. But like, I mean, like for me, like that's what should be the norm. That's what should be the norm. And no matter what your PR is, like the thing is, like that's why it's called a fucking PR. It's your personal record, like, yeah. Because you'll see that shit too when somebody hits like a squat, like, and and, and, and like there's haters. They're like, you know, on Instagram, they're like, like even for a deadlift, bro. Like somebody's like. Fuck yeah, just hit 405. Mm-hmm. And instead of people being like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, welcome to Four Wheel Club, you know, like whatever it yeah. is, you're like, oh, well, how long did it fucking take you to do that? That's fucking weak shit. I'll be going 405. So I'm saying, yeah, because like, we're always going to have that one up guy. Well, it's like, but my thing is like, where, where's your video? Like, unless you're going to put, put, unless you're going to talk shit, yeah, post it. Like, show, yeah. show me, badass. Like, show me what, you, what your thing is. Like, unless it's not being a keyboard worry about it. Or how hard is it, or how hard is it for you to not type that and just be like, hey, good lip, bro. Or how about just that's it. clicking the freaking heart or the thumbs up? Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's all you got to do. Hey, good job. Because that person's proud of it. And I think, like, that's another thing. Like, we're talking about training all that bullshit. Like, that's that negative gym environment shit that people need to get rid of. Yeah. Like, dude, just be happy for whoever the fuck. Like, like if that's an accomplishment. Hey, I lost two pounds this week. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Way to go. Well, uh, what you been man? Only two pounds? You been in here fucking running four miles a day? Like, bitch, I like Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I still, I, still, I still lost two pounds. But... Instead of going, keep keep going towards like the negative shit. It's like, yeah, that's a it, it sucks. It is change. But touch on a little bit of that that uh, like like you said with uh, when people are up here P- PR, it gets loud, it gets hype. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things about the sport. People you don't know off in the corner, you can go for a PR attempt. They're like, oh hell yeah, that's yeah, a, that's I mean, a lot of weight or something. Or, yeah, like. Sometimes it's the best things is just people coming up to you that you don't even know coming in and telling you something. You shared a story about that with me. You know what I mean? I had one today when I was training, and for me, it was just like some, I was just doing some easy, like, background sets, and the guy was just in there, and it was me and Caleb, and I'm about to finish, and the guy's like, hey, I just I just want to watch. Like, All right, man, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just sit there and do my set and get done with it. Man, that was good, man. Good job. That's it. And I don't even know. I don't know the dude's name. Or nothing like that. Hey man, that was good, man. Hey, uh, real good. So, just just something I want you to be aware of, okay? Whatever, man. Be uh, quiet. That's that's called stranger danger. Be All quiet, right. There's a difference with somebody hyping you up. I'm a Bobby Hill. That's not that's my purse. Damn. I don't know you. No, I'm fucking with. But like to me, that kind of creeped me out. If I was doing squats, I was like, what I should watch. Okay. And how freely you were just like, yeah, that's no problem. Hey, I mean, you know, like, was his comment like, was he like, that was a good lift, you were right in depth, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're fucking trying to creep me out now, man. I miss, I miss this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what I've been missing in my life. Yeah, but like, like back in November when I when I did that competition, that 639 squat attempt that I had, like, it, it went silent. It went mm-hmm. silent. Got under the bar, got back with it. When I picked it up off the rack in my head, I'm like, this ain't that bad. I got this. Started going down. I was like, that's fucking heavy. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking heavy. <laughs> got death and started coming up. And there was a spot that it slowed down. Normally during my lifts, I can't hear shit. I, I shut it out. Right. That gym got loud. Like people were just cheering, come on, let's go. Shit like that. That hyped me up more than getting the, getting the lift itself. I was like, damn. Like I'm happy I got the lift. 
but the adrenaline just started pumping from just all the people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like a quarter, like like three quarters of them. Oh yeah, just got lit. I was like, damn. But that's what kind of makes it sad because like when the lift is over and you lift, you like everybody goes back to just doing their own thing. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I had good friends for like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I closed out squat that day, and so like after I walked off, people were still like, see, that was a damn good squat, like good stuff. And I was like. My heart was about to explode. I was like, man, I love y'all. I love y'all, <laughs> but I love y'all. <laughs> that's, like, that's the biggest thing I love about gym cultures. When it all comes together, mm-hmm. you, you hit a PR and people are like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yep. That, that's the best feeling out there. Yep. That's what I was joking around Cody last week. We were talking about that. I went to a gym in Houston called Iron City. And I was doing bench, and this guy, like, he pushed me. I didn't know who the fuck he was. But, like, all of a sudden, he was, like, starting to help me out and shit. Mm-hmm. It was, like, getting amped. He was, like, I was doing, like, just reps with, like, 285 or something like that. And, yeah. And uh, he was, like, oh, man. He's, like, have weight. He's, like, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, bro, first off, who, like, don't touch my bar, please. And, like, <laughs> but, but he was, like, amped up for me. You know, like, I think I hit 325. He was just, like, yeah, that's right. He's, like, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm, like, and I was, like, cool. I was, like. What's your name? <laughs> I was like, we're probably well past this 30 minutes before we probably should introduce ourselves. Yep. But it was fun. Like, and then after that, he just went on doing his own shit. And I was just like, man, I felt good, you know? And it's obvious, motherfucker, like, he's repping 325 for his warm up. Like, he's a big motherfucking dude. Yeah. But it's funny to see him because, like, he stopped what he was doing. Like, he stopped and was like, all right. Like, like put his bag. Like, he, he was, I think he was, like, on his way out. But he, like, yeah. stopped and he's like, all right, cool. Let's do this. He's like, oh man, you got more than that. He's like, you got more than a tank. Mm-hmm. And like, and I was like, why do I do? I did. I didn't show you my program. I'm, I got a couple more sets of this. <laughs> but we're gonna do what you do because you're a large individual. <laughs> he's just like, fuck you. He's like, he's like, let's add weight, dude. He's like, what you want to hit? He's like, you want three fifteen? I was like, yeah, cool. So I did three fifteen. I think I did like two or three. He's yeah. like, fuck yeah. He's like, he's like, more weight, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, bro. Like, we just met. Like, like, you don't know my capabilities. Like, I might have a shoulder injury, but. That that is one thing. Like the biggest, scariest looking guy in the gym. He's good. He, nine out of ten. He's the kindest yep. guy that, that, that's most willing to help out. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. And that, that's one thing that confuses me. Like the smaller, weaker guys have the biggest ego, and they're like, "No, nah, man, you no, nah, no, nah, don't don't come train with me." But these big, big motherfuckers oh. that are hitting like two thousand plus totals, they're gonna come up. And they're drop weight for you. They're, they're new sets with you. Bro, they're teach you. The funniest fucking thing I ever saw was uh, before I owned this gym and Brett was running it, he was out there doing deadlifts and shit. And Brett is a nice guy. Like, he, you know, he's not going to, you know, he's never going to put anybody's place unless they ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or deserve it. But it was funny as shit because Brett's in there and he's lifting and he's big ass weight. So, yeah, I get it. Form wasn't like perfect. You know, and I think they kind of like told Brett something along the lines of like, hey, man, that was really good, but just make sure you're sinking your butt down more. And Brett's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you do realize, like, what I just lifted is, like, six times what you're, like, what you weigh. Yeah. But, like, being the guy he is, he's like, he's like, hmm, yeah, I'll, I'll consider that next time. Because <laughs> 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 then it's funny because you see the guy go over there and he's like on the machine curls, you know. <laughs> and Brett, and I told him I was like, I was like, what is that guy? He's like, oh, he's just correcting my form. All right, so we're gonna start wrapping this up. We got a couple like things I want to 
play is not like really a game or whatever, but I didn't get to do it last time. But the first one we do is like everyone's familiar with FMK, right? FMK. Fuck Mary Kill. There we go. Okay, right. okay. Oh, man. I thought it was like RPE or some shit. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, ah. So, Jesse. I don't know if I can play this game. I yeah. have a fiance. Yes, you can. It's fine. Is she a subscriber yet? <laughs> okay. Hey, these are the earliest These are the earliest this episodes. Okay. Well, when well, I go simple. home and tell her that I'm being interviewed for this, that's why it's taking so long, she Look, might listen in. I'll <laughs> tell you what, this is how we're going to do it. Cody will address you the question, and you can tell me, and I'll answer. <laughs> that, that way it's not incriminating. My dumbass be like, really? Fuck so, that one, Jesse? <laughs> so. Yeah, thank you. Mm. FMK, squat, bench, or deadlift, Jesse? How, how am I going to answer the question for those? Exactly. I'm right Which now, if you say you fuck squat, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Squat is my favorite lift, so I, I, I'm I'm gonna have to marry that one. Okay. Hmm. I guess I'm gonna have to fuck bench because it's my number two and deadlift. I'm gonna kill it. You're gonna kill I'm gonna it. Kill it. JP. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I'm married bench. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> uh, kill squats. Fuck deads. All right. Do I have bad knees? Cody? Kind of fucking messed up. We'll marry Bench. Because I don't even have to think about that. Okay. Uh, probably going to kill squats. Because I have a love-hate relationship with them. Just depend on the, on the day and then on the set and on the rep. And then I... Reckon we'll fuck the deadlifts. Anywho, so we'll jump on the last part of it. Uh, this was like a word, what I call like word association. So like for instance, I'm gonna give you give you like a word. So you can say like uh, goat, you know, and the first like could be like the first word that pops up in your head, or a couple words that pops up in your head to describe goat or what goat means to you. So like if I say goat. If I were somebody asked me to go, I would say Ray Williams. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. Okay. So uh, first word is going to be strength. <laughs> well, honestly, the first thing that that came to me was the LB Strength Team, just because it's in the, in the name. Go. Go. When you said it just a second ago, I instantly thought of Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but he damn good quarterback. Not after last week. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to bring up old shit. <laughs> uh, bench. Bench? Yeah. I, honestly, I think of Brett. It's that, it's, my next goal is to, to surpass his bench. That's who I've been thinking of on, on bench. God damn. It's a long ways off. Nah, man. That's, that's right around the corner for you. 475. Shit, shit. Uh, squat. Mm. Caleb England popped up. Big ass squat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to know what popped up in my head on that one. I'm glad we're not asking. We're not doing word association on this side of the table. Deadlift. Oh, fuck 
<laughs> He's just on a roll. <laughs> when you think of squat, when you think of Caleb Bear. TikTok. Yeah, that was just the app too. And the last one is team. Team? Yeah. Should that, 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 that kind of falls into family with with how I was raised. Your team is usually your family. Or at least in the moment. Right. I don't have anything else. JP, you got anything else? I don't think I need to say anymore because it's going to be incriminating. <laughs> Jesse, you got anything you want to say, man? I do not. All right. Hey, well, uh, we'll just wrap it up, man. I think this has been a pretty good one. Uh, you know, if you like it, you know, like the podcast, share it with your friends. Uh, we've still got more of these planned to do. And we'll see you all on the next one. Just don't share the last 45 seconds. <laughs>